The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Echet Yebamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife, in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha, Varvacha, Bechol Maasiyadav, maybe Zocheh. To raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nachat. He should have many more children with health and happiness. And he should have beracha b'kol mikol kol him and his entire family. Amen. 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 We begin today's daf on Kuvava Mudishon Mar and Tapir Daf. Tano the banana we have a brighter halitza mutet kesheram, which means a halitza that was done by the Avam betaot was made in a betaot was made by mistake. So the Gemara's din is kesherah. So the halitza is kesherah. So Gemara asks. What does it mean, Halitza, that was done <coughs> by mistake, by Ta'ud? Which means the Bittin tells the guy, make the Halitza, and through the Halitza, you're going to marry her. Which means the consummation of this union will be done by the Halitza. So the Gevara says, Amar le Rabbi Yohanan, Ani Shonez, I have a bright that says, Ben Shnit Kavin Hu, Vilunit Kavinahi. Whether he had Kavanah, she didn't have Kavanah for Halitza. Ben Shnit Kavinahi, Vilunit Kavinahu, or she had Kavanah, he didn't have Kavanah, Halitza ta, Pesula, Ajit Kavinu, Shinem, Kehad, they both, the men, the Avam and the Yavama have to have Kavanah, the Shem, Halitza, the Hatamat, Halitza ta, Kesherah, and you're saying in this case, Halitza, Kesherah, he didn't have Kavanah for Halitza. He thought that through this Halitza, he's getting married. Therefore, that's not a Halitza to Matira to the Shuk. Therefore, I can tell me that this is going to be uh, Kasher. Ela, kol she'omrim lo chalotla, al minat she'titen lecha matayim zuz. Which means the Betin tells the guy, listen, give her a Halitza, and she'll give you, on condition, she'll give you 200 zuz. And such a halitza is halitza mut'it, which means he's giving the halitza and then she does not have to pay him the 200. Why? Because we have a rule from Masikhet Ketubot. The rule is like this. Any uh, law that has to do with conditions was actually learned from the Torah and the story of B'nai Gad and B'nai Reuven. If you remember, Moshe Rabbeinu made a condition with B'nei Gad and B'nei Reuven. If you go fight with us, then you'll be no the land. And if you don't, then you, then you won't get it. So that's the case where you see Moshe Rabbeinu made a condition. And the Gebarat says that conditions can only be made <coughs> in situations that a shaliyah would work. Which means where shalihut works, conditions work. In the case of B'nei Gad and B'nei Reuven, <coughs> Yoshua was the shaliyah of Moshe, to inherit the land to Benegadam Nereuven. So therefore, since that's the paradigm example, so we use that as the model. Therefore, by Halitza, since there's no Shiliut by Halitza, which means the Yavab cannot appoint the Shaliyah to go make a, uh, a Yibum for him. Not a Yibum, of course, but a Halitza for him. Elad has to be done by himself. So where Shiliut doesn't apply, so Tenai also doesn't apply. So therefore, when the rabbis come along and tell the guy, listen, well, obviously we're talking about a case where the rabbis don't want this guy to make uh, yibum. For, let's say the benefit of the lady, for whatever reason is, maybe he's not such a good guy, but the guy wants to make yibum. So what do they do to him? They tell listen, uh, don't worry, make uh, yibum and you have an incentive. You'll get, uh, I mean, she'll give you 200 zoos. Guys, okay, 200 zoos is worth it for me. So he goes, he makes the halitza, and it's kavana, because it's kavana is l'shem halitza, to throw out at the matira. Oh, and then if he does it, you don't got to pay the 200. Why? Because the condition is not hal. You cannot make a condition on something that does not have shirihut. So that's the case of a halitza mut'it. Where's the mut'it over here? The mut'it is the condition that was attached to it. It's a ta'ut, meaning they're tricking him actually into making the halitza, and the money does not have to be paid. Look at the top rashi. Even though, let's say, she doesn't pay it, 
חלי צטה כשרה, כדי מפורש בכתובות המדיר, דכל תנאי מבני גד ומבני ראובן גם לעניין תנאה, שאפשר להתנות על ידי שליח, שעשה משה את יהושע שליח לתת להם את ארץ הגלעד. הווי תנאי תנאה, דנדי תנאי ובי תנאי, זה שליחות. דכל תנאי דלא אפשר לעשות על ידי שליח, כגון חליצה אין תנאי מועיל בה, וזהו טעמו של דבר. כאן זה גמרא אנסז. תניא נמי החבר'ה, וברייטר סופור וויג'סר, חליצה מוטעית כשרה. איזוהי חליצה מוטעית? כל שאומרים חלוץ לה, על מנת שתתן לך מאתיים זוז. ומעשה באישה אחת שנפלה לפני יבם, שאין הגונה. There was a case where a יבמה, she fell in front of a יבם, that wasn't הגון, it wasn't, it wasn't proper, she didn't, she didn't like it. ואמרו לו, so they told the guy, חלוץ לך, על מנת שתתן לך מאתיים זוז. Give the חליצה, you'll get 200 זוז. הוא בא, מעשה לפני נביא חייה, והכשירה. He was מתירת, he said, no problem, you don't have to pay the 200 זוז, because that's a case of חליצה, מוטעית, which is permissible. ההוא דעתה לקמד רבי חייה בר אבא. אמר לה, so a lady came in front of רבי חייה. In order to make a chalitza. And what happened? The rabbi told her, Biti, Amodi, stand up. Which means he meant to say, according to the first Peshat Nashi, stand up and make a yibum. Which means we have to make a chalitza for, go make a yibum. Amra le ima. So the mother of the girl said, Yeshivata zuhi amidata. Which means better that she sits than stands. In the context means better she makes a chalitza. then establish it through a yibum. Why? Because obviously there's something wrong with this uh, guy. Amar la, so the rabbi said, Yadat le? But you know something about this yavam that uh, it's no good? So Amra le, so she says, In, yes, I know something. Mamona hu dehazala. She saw money, which means he just wants to make yibum this guy because he wants to take the money. He wants to eat all the money, and then he's going to get divorced. Which is, he's not L'Shem Shabbat in this guy. Therefore, we don't want to get involved with him. So the rabbi told the uh, Yevama, it's not, you don't want him? So she says, no. So he tells the Yevama, So he has to trick him. So he tells the Yevama, Make chalitza, by making this chalitza, it's going to consummate the marriage. So after he made chalitza, Amar he told him, Well now that you made a chalitza, really, she's pasul to you. Now, she's not mutal lashuk, because really the chalitza was done without kabana. But it's enough to police posel the yivama, to this guy now. So now you're stuck. But now she's in limbo now. Because now she can't go with this Yavam, but she can't go to the Shuk. So what did the rabbi say? Now give her a regular, legitimate Chalitza. So she'll be permissible to go to the Shuk. They can force him at this point. They force him to give him a regular Chalitza. Because otherwise she cannot be, uh, go to the Shuk. Bat Hamud Rapapa. So the daughter of the father-in-law of Rapapa, Nafla Lifna Yabam, fell in front of a Yabam. She'en Haguna. But the guy wasn't uh, Hagun, wasn't proper. Atalikamid Abaye. So they came in front of Abaye. Amarle. So he told the Yabam, Halotzla, Ubekah Atakunsa. So again, he told them, make a Halitzan, that's how you'll uh, consummate it. אמר לרב פפא, סולי פפא תרס אביה, לא סבל לאמור לאד אמר רבי יוחנן? What do you mean? How can you tell her to do that? Don't you hold like רבי יוחנן says you have to have כוונה? שזה חליצה that doesn't have a כוונה, it's not a חליצה, and this guy is having כוונה לקונסה. So how can you tell him to do that? ואלא, הכי אמלא, so what are we supposed to tell the guy? אמר לחלוץ לאמנת שתתן לך מתיים זוז. Good, just tell him that to make a halitza, and she'll get the 200 zoos, good. Levatad the halatzla, good, so he did that. He told us, to make the halitza, you'll get 200 zoos from the Yivamah. So he got excited for the money, he did it. What happened? Amar la, so the Abayyeh tells the lady after, Zil Avne, go pay, 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 pay for 200, you made a condition. So Amar le, 
Rapapa, according to the Gersa of the Bach. So Rapapa tells Abaye, Meshate Anibach Avdale. What are you talking? She doesn't have to pay. This is a classic case of Meshate Anibach. Literally means, I was just uh, joking with you. I didn't mean to, to pay you. Now, where do you see there's a law of Meshate Anibach where you, could, you promise something, well, I promise you commit something, and then you can say, well, uh, I was just joking. Didn't we learn in the Braita? Let's say I was running away from jail, from prison. Let's say there was a water, body of water in front of him, and he's running away from the authorities, so he's got to escape. Now he's going to get over the water, so there's a boat. So he tells the captain on the boat, I'll pay you a dinar, which is an expensive price for the trip. I'll pay you a dinar, just take me across the water. Once he gets to the other side, he pays him what the normal fare is. Even though he told him, that's all he said, listen to him, because he wants to get across the, uh, the water, because I'm going to take him maybe. So he can give him a high price, and they can tell him, I'll just tell him, I didn't mean to pay a dinar, I know you weren't going to take me, so therefore I can pay the regular of the market price. Alma, Amar, they can tell him, he can tell the captain uh, that I was just uh, joking with you. So to over here, the lady can tell the... Yavam, Mishate Ani, Bach, which means, listen, there's no Tanai by Halitza. Tanai doesn't work by Halitza. And therefore, Tanai means nothing. There's no Shini'ot by Halitza. Therefore, the 200 is just to get you to make the Yibum. Abayehel, uh, that what? Okay, listen, even though there's no Shini'ot, you know that Tanai doesn't work, but bottom line, you made a condition. It's not worse than a person that makes a deal. Like uh, you, you hire somebody. So you hire somebody, you got to pay him. So the, the Papa said, no, even that, uh, she doesn't even have to pay. So Ambar Leis, so Abaye saw that the Papa was very sharp. Which means he had all the answers to all the, uh, the questions. So Abaye tells uh, the Papa, Abu Hecha, where's your father? Ambar Leis, he says, the Papa says, my father's in the city. He's alive. Imech Hecha, where's your mother? Ambar Leis, she's also in the city. Yahiv Behu Ene, Abaye put his eyes on them, Veshechivan, and they died. So that she says, what was this all about? And she says, Havle Abu Kecha. Kilomar, Kimdume, Anishiesh Lecha, Abbaim, Simuchim Lecha, Nesapek Surkecha, Lefika, Kamahadedan Shemachtich. Must be, you have parents that support you, and therefore you're able to sit and learn, and therefore you're very settled. That's why you have the answers. That's why you're very uh, sharp. Now, he didn't mean to shalom hurt them. He was just saying, your parents must be alive because they, uh, you know, must be there supporting you. That's why you have the ability to have all the angels in the, in the Torah. But you see, once the Hachamim, they even mention something and they put their eye on somebody, and the Yomara Hagigah says, O Mita, O Oni. Therefore, Abayah Hachashalom had no uh, bad intentions. But already it came out of the mouth of Abayah, he mentioned already the, the mother and the father, already it was a Ketrug and the Shamaim, and the Gerashi says, V'shavu, Abu Ve'imeh. Rabbana, we have a Braita. Halitza Mut'et Kishira. Like we learned in the previous Gemara, Halitza Mut'et, which means in a case where they put a stipulation to the Halitza, so the stipulation does not have to be met, and the Halitza is Kishira. Get Mut'et Pasul. But the same thing would be by a get, they put a stipulation to a get, so therefore that is going to be Pasul, which means since get is subject to a Shaliyah, because a person is able to send, let's say, uh, a sofet, I'm write a get for me and go get, deliver it to my wife. So a get is subject to shiliyot. So therefore, since it's subject to shiliyot, so therefore, let's say uh, he says, uh, I'm going to give this get. He tells the husband, give the get uh, to, to your wife, and she's going to give you 200 zoos. If she doesn't give the 200 zoos, the get is not a get. It's different than halitza. Halitza, since it's not shayach bishliyot. So therefore, Tanais do not attach themselves to Halitza. Now, she ain't going to get the Shayach to Shilihot, so therefore, Tanais uh, is uh, legal. Therefore, Tanais is not met, so therefore, the Maaseh is not, uh, not Kayam. So, Kabbalah says, Halitza Me'usit. Halitza Me'usit literally means a, a um, Halitza that was done by force. Where the Yavam was forced, as it explains it, threatened? No, no, I'm just not saying. Maaseh oh, is forced, so that's Pesula. Get me'usa kasher. But a get that was given by force, 
meaning you force the husband to give the get, it's kasher. So the Gemara says, what's this case over here by force? If the guy says, I'm willing, so even halitza is going to be kasher, which is why would you tell me halitza me'usit is pissed off? The guy says, I want, that's not me'usit. And if the guy said, doesn't say Rotsani that I want, get Namelo, then even gets gonna be Pasul, which means you gotta do it willingly. If it's if it's Rotsani, both cases are good. If it's if he doesn't say Rotsani, both cases are gonna be bad. So give me the case that we're talking about over there. You make a hanuk, so give us now. Haki kamar. Halitsam mut'it le'olam kasher. Halitsam mut'it is always kasher. That's mut'ib. That's where you put a stipulation. The get because there the stipulation works, and if the stipulation was not met, therefore the get is not going to be hal. Good. which is when it comes to a halitza that's given by force, which means against the yavam, or a get that's given against the will of the husband, zimnin kasher v'zimnin pasul. Oh. Sometimes it could be kasher, and sometimes it's going to be pasul. How? Depends. Which means, if he doesn't want to give the get, let's say, but what? They get him to say rotsani, it's okay. Or he doesn't want to give the halita, and they get him to say rotsani, so then already, even though he started off, it was against his will. But what? They got him to say Amen. So therefore, it's going to be kasher in both cases. The Tanya, we have a pasuk yakriv otor. It's talking about a guy that made a neder. So let's say bring a korban neder. So now it says yakriv otor. He will have to sacrifice, meaning make good on his neder. Melamed shikofin otor. So betin can force the guy to make good on his neder. His korban yachol baal korho. Do I can they even force him against his will to bring the korban? Tamudomar liritzono. Pasuk says no. Liritzono is going to be willingly. So now, how do you have a case where you're forcing him to do something willingly? So the Gemara says, Hakesad. So, Kofin Oto Anchi Omar Rotseani. You force him until he says, I want. Vechen Atam Nashim. And you see the same concept by a husband that does not want to give his wife a gift. So, what does Betin do? They force him. Kofin Oto Anchi Omar Rotseani. They force him until he says, don't say any that I want. Amarava, Amarav Sehona, Amaravuna. Holtzin, next din. We make Halitzah, even though, let's say, the betting is not really Makir, they're not familiar that this Yavam is the real Yavam. Guy walks to Betty, listen, uh, to a, a man or a lady, guy says, I'm the Yavam, she says, I'm the Yavama. They didn't verify it. They okay, you want to make a halitza, take off the shoe, and uh, that's it. Even though they don't recognize uh, these people, have witnesses watching it, it's okay. Mema'anin, or for that matter, the ceremony of mi'un, right, where the girl comes along and makes a uh, refusal, right, she was a ketana, she makes a refusal to her husband. Even though they don't know if this is the, the real husband, they do the ceremony. Oh, but since that's the law, that the betin doesn't verify, the fichak end kodvin get halitza. They will not write a get halitza. What is a get halitza? Get halitza is a paper that the lady holds that says, you know, I am a halitza and therefore mutar to get married. They're not going to write it that paper because if you're gonna, they can't write it that paper because since they're not sure that this guy is the yavam, now she's going to go to betin. She's going to suddenly get the halitza. It's going to be a problem. The betin is going to get married. So therefore, there's a there's a there's a safety feature built in, which means since the rule is that betin doesn't investigate. But they're going to make sure that no problems come out of this. So they're not going to give her a get halitza. Therefore, basically, she's not going to be able to get married if she has a get halitza. So therefore, nothing, no problem will come out. Ela imken makirin. Right. She's unless you're makir. Which means if the betty knows, they verify that this is the yavam. So then of course they'll give her a get halitza. Because they know for a fact that this she, she became a halitza. Ve'en kodvin get mi'un. Same thing. They're not going to write a get to the lady. To the ketarad for the mi'un. Ve'en ken makinim. Why? The haishinan lebed din to'in. We're worried about a bet that's going to make a mistake. Which means like this. Let's say the witnesses now are going to write a star. We witnessed uh, so-and-so made a halitza to jibama. Right? And they give this uh, letter to the, to the lady. She's going to go now to another bed din. Now the other bedin, they're to'eh. They don't know the rule. 
they think, oh, she has a paper, must be the first Bedin investigated to do their due diligence, and they're going to say, oh, they'll marry her off. And that second Bedin that made a mistake, the Torin, they don't realize that uh, they, 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 they do Halitzas even without Makirim. So they say, you know what? Do not write uh, any uh, documentation for this. That's the first Shita. Kebara says, but Abba himself said, Amar en Olsin Eda Imken Makirin. Makirin says the opposite. He says, You have to know who the Yavam is. And you're not going to do a Halitza unless you know. And they are Mi'un for that matter unless you know. The Fichach, Kotvin get Halitza. So therefore, you can write a get Halitza. Afapi She'en Makirin. The Kotvin get Mi'un Afapi She'en Makirin. Which means, even though the witnesses themselves, they don't know who the Yavam was, but they can write, if they saw it, they can rely that Bet-Din knew who they were, because Bet-Din is not going to make a Halitza unless they know who the, uh, the players are. So therefore the Adin can come along and say, yeah, we saw a Halitza that was done. So so-and-so to so-and-so, automatically you assume that Bet-Din knows what they do, because they're only going to do it on Makirin, and the Gebrahim says, you're not going to be worried about Bet-Din because this paper over here is legal. Because automatically you know that the, the Yavam was the Yavam. Therefore, there's no mistake that can come out. Look at the Dashi, the Fichach. Ho'il ve'en chotsin elayim ken makirim. Kodvin get chalitza edim. Shera'u shechalitza. Yechonim nechtov la. Va'afapi she'en makirim. Even though they themselves, the witnesses, are not makir. Ve'lo ha'ishin an shema ta'u bedin ba'alakha. Zulomar chotsin afapi she'en makirim. Da'asula mimi she'enu yavama. When I word of Bittin, they're going to make a mistake over there that they gave a halitza to a, a lady that was not from the real Yavam, they're going to marry her off. Because if Bittin did it, Bittin is Makir. And therefore they can write it up. We saw it. And if there's no chashash, uh, that's going to come out. So that, that's the halakha um, that comes out. Let's just review now some of the halachot that come out of this Amud uh, Rishon, at least. So the first halakha is Shohan Aruch Ebn Ha'ezer Siman Kassat Halakha Memdalid where Baran writes, Sarik shi yechabbenu ayabam vayibama sheteh muteret lezal b'halitza zu. They both have to have kabbanah that the halitza is going to matir her to get married. V'im lo netkabbenu, afidu netkabben hu velo hi. O hi velo hu, lo hutra. It's not going to be hutra, aval halitza pesulahi leposlaha ala achim. Which means, it's enough of a halitza that she cannot now go with the brothers. But like we learned in the Gemara, she would need another halitza now to the shuk. the alaka continues. The Bet Shemuel writes this. Yomru lahem adayanim shachalitzazu baal hatirai b'mal l'shuk shaitan sikukali yabam. The judges should tell the yabam what he's doing. I Meaning, what you're doing this ceremony over here, you're doing it to matir this lady to the shuk. I Meaning, you have to give him the proper mindset, the proper kavana. The next halakha that we learn, same place, Ibn Ha'ezir Kassat halakha nun, halitza mut'et, she'omrim lo halots la almenat she'titen lecha matayim zuz, ha'halitza kesherah, afilu ena notenet lo klum. And even if she doesn't make good on the tanai, because we learned the tanai really is not halan an item that does not have shalichut. And then he says, Maran, Like we saw according to Abayir, that he wanted to pay, not Medin the uh, Tanai, but Medin like any other uh, uh, worker that you commit to pay money. Okay, fine, then Maran continues on that. Now, it should be noted that in one of the cases in the Gemara over we had, with the case of Rappapa, <coughs> was it Rappapa or was it actually um, the Bihaya? A lady came in front of Bihaya's Betin, so what did the, he say to her? He said, Viti Amodi, stand up. So we learned to quote to the first Pshad, and she means, stand up, make a yibum. And then the mother said, she's better off sitting, her sitting is considered standing, but she's better off not making a yibum, let her make a halitza. That she gave an alternate interpretation to this Gemara. That she explained that when you walk into the Bet Din, the ceremony has to be done standing. 
like a proceeding of a betin. So she's saying, Beti Amodi, stand up, because you have to stand up when the, when the Halitza is done. So the mother said, her sitting is standing, meaning she was sick. Or she was an amputee, and therefore she wasn't able to stand. And therefore what the, the, the mother was saying, that her sitting is considered for her standing. Now based on that interpretation of the Gemara, the Halakha writes in Ibn Ezer, in Sa'if Memzayin over there, in the laws of Halitza, Bakol Inyanea Halitza, Ben B'Kri'ah, Ben B'Halitza, Ben B'Rekikah, Yeshvua Dayanim Kemoshir Sirichim Lishev Badin, which means the judges themselves sit in the court. The Ya'amdu Lifnehem Ayabah Baibama. But the Yabam and the Yabama, they stand. Shemizvat Halitza Leketahila Me'omid. Leketahila is done standing. And you bring it ayah from that Gemara that we quoted, they told him, Amodi, stand up. Abab the Abadim Halsami Yoshev Kasher. But Ganakhan says if it was done by Yoshev, it is indeed Kasher. Amru, the next halakha. Amru lo, says halakha nun alif. Halotzla ubekach atak konsa. Make the halitza, and by the halitza, it's going to consummate the marriage. O shamad lo halotzla, shizum mitzvahi ve'ena mafsedet alecha klum. So you don't make the halitza, you don't lose anything. Vimtertzeh halakach liyabim tetebim, then you want to do yibum after, no problem. Vechayotze, ena halitza lahatira. That's like the Tzadr Halitzat Matira, Kivan Shlot Kivan Natira, Aval Nifsila Bekach Milit Yabim. But he's a Su now. Like we saw in the Gemara, I cannot make a Yibum, Vechofin, and they force him, Vafilu Bishotim, even with Makot, Lachlots La Halitza Keshira. The next Talacha comes from Hoshim Mishpat, Siman Resh Sam Mechdal Al Chazayin, Misha Barak Bebeta Asurim. Right away from the jail, there was water in front of him. And what happened? Vahamaro, he tells the captain of the ship, Havirari vanino telecha dinar. Give you a dinar. Ve'aviro. En lo ela scharo hara'uilo. Which means, he only has to pay him the schar that is normally uh, coming to him. So they have been fashioned right over here. Yesh omrim. That's the Raman Hoshim Mishpat. They had the in lo ilas scharo hanu bedavar shen degilu yiten alavarbe. It's only on cases where it's not the degilu to overpay, to pay a lot. Av bedavar shedrech yiten arbe kegon aspagat shidim urifua. For example, let's say a doctor and things like that, where it's normal for him to take, let's say, a lot of money for uh, special uh, procedures, things like that. Hayav yiten lo kol mashit naimo. If he tells the doctor, please, doctor, see me. I'll give you such and such money since it's normal. In that industry, let's say, to take that sort of money, so therefore you have to pay it according to the uh, Raman. In any event, the Halakai continues. Ibn Ayazir Kuf Mem Gimal, Maran writes, Hambegaresh al Tenai. A guy gives a Girushin on condition. In Nitkayema Tenai, Harezu Megureshit. If the Tenai is fulfilled, Megureshit. The Imlonit Kayema Tenai. Which means, condition works by a get. And therefore, say, get a condition that uh, she's going to pay you 200 zoos. If she doesn't pay the 200 zoos, it's not a get. If he's a kohen, he can go back to her. Which means, it's not a, it's not a get. There is one last Rambam that is very, very uh, uh, famous that we should quote. The Rambam writes in... Elchot Girushin, Perek Bet Halakha Chaf. Mishadin noten, shekofin oto legeresh et ashto. Let's say the Halakha is, the Betin has to force this guy to give a get. Velo ratza legeresh. Betin shli Yisrael bechol makum obchol zeman, makin oto, ad sheyomar ose ani. Veyikhtov a get, vuh get kasher. So Rabbam asks, velama lo batel get zu, sharehu anus. He's uh, under the rest. You only say anus on a guy that does something that's against the Torah. However, about Misha Takfoy Yitzra, the Batel Mitzvah. 
But let's say a guy was under the clutches of his yitzvah to, to go against the mitzvah, to not do a mitzvah, or lahasot adira, and you hit him. Ve'ukad shahasad avar shahayav lahasot, or you hit him to do something that he has to do, or shenit lahagla shahasu lahasot, or you hit him to stop him from something he's not allowed to do. Enze anus mimenu. He's not anus. Elahu anas atzmo, he brought it on himself, bedato adaha. Lefichach, zeh she'en rotsin garesh. This guy doesn't want to get his wife a divorce. Me'achal shu rotsin liyot mi Yisrael. Deep down in his heart, he wants to be what do what the Jewish people are supposed to do. Rotsu la'asot kolam mitzvot ulitrahek min haverot. Deep down in his heart, he wants to do the right thing. The Yisrael should take fault. Yitzra's in the way. So what do you do? Kevan shuukat. You're beating him up. Who are you beating up? You're beating up the Yitzra. The Yitzra's stopping him. And therefore when he comes along and says, Rotseh Ani, deep down in every Jewish heart, he wants to do the right thing. So that's not under duress. That is considered, he's doing it willingly. The very famous Rambam. The last Talakha that we quote over here, comes from Shohanu Kevin HaEzer, Kasat, Halakha Chet. Kodem Shiyakletsu, before the Beti makes the Halitza, Sarik Shiyakiru, they have to make sure that they know Shuach Yamit. They have to know that he's the actual Yavan, the Not only that, they have to make sure that he was alive at the time that the other brother died, because that's the Deen of Yibum. Vezoti Eshitamin, they have to make sure that she is the indeed the Yibama. Vafidu Enkan Ela Ede Hachim Aidalem, which is even if you have only one witness to come along and says, I know them, or Afidu Karov, or Isha, or Ebed, or Shefcha, or Katan, Shumakir, Venavon, Neeman, Bekach, which means. We accept any sort of witness for such a testimony. Now we continue with the last Mishnah of the Perek. And the Mishnah now is going to teach us the order of how the Halitza is done. Mitzvah Halitza. The order of the Halitza. Bahu Good. So both of them, the Evani Ramah, they come to Betin. Vehen Masi'inu Isa Haugenito. Because first of all, Betin gives the, him the proper advice. Like we learned, if let's say one of them is old or young, and they don't feel that the Yibum is a proper option for them, so Betin will give them the right uh, advice to talk him out of it. Now they start the process. She has to start off by saying what? She says he does not want to make a Yibum. That's the Pesukim. Vehu Omer, that he says, Lohafasti Lekahta. That he has to reply and says, Yes, is it true? I do not want to take it. It's also from the Pesukim. Ubilshon, I call it Omrim. And they would say this in Pesukim, I call it Vinigesha, Yivimto Elav, the Enazikirim. So now the Yivimto, the Yivimah comes in front of the Hakamim. Vehalsa, Nahalo, Me'al, Naglo. She takes off the shoe from his flag, from his foot. Vyarka, Bifanav, Rok. Which is the rock has to be uh, evident, to be seen by the Dayanim. At this point, we're assuming on the floor that it has to be seen. And then she says, Which means that was where they read into, which is until that word, However, there was a rabbi called the Biorkanos, and his bedding, under the tree, in the place of Itam, so in his bedding, they read all the Perasha, which is they finished the Perasha. Actually, the end of that Pasuk is, so he read the whole parasha. So what ended up happening? So then he came to Minhag and all the Tedinim, they would finish the entire parasha. Which is the end of the parasha. Which means, when it comes to this mitzvah, uh, it says that you have to call her, actually you have to call him. You are Halut Sanal. You are the one that was the shoe was taken off your foot. The mitzvah to call him that. So the Mishnah says, who's the mitzvah on? The mitzvah is on the judges to call him halutz na'al, as opposed to the students that are witnessing the event. Okay? 
Rabbi Yehuda Omer Mitzvah, Kol Ha'om Dimsham. Rabbi Yehuda argues, it's a Mitzvah, everybody that's at the ceremony, Lomar, Halut, Anad. Rehid Diris, Halut, Anad. Come to the Mitzvah, Rabbi Yehuda, Mitzvah, Halitza, the order of Halitza, Korah, she does the reading first, which means she starts off by saying, Me'en Yabimi. That's her reading first. Ve'kore, then he says, Lo hafatsti le'kahta, then ve'holetzit, then the shoe is taken off, ve'rokaka, then she spits, ve'korah, and then she reads again, which means the kaka, ya'aseh, and then the, they call him bet alutanal. Me'eka mashmalan, so the governor says, Abiyuda, what are you teaching me? Matnitini. It's a b'firush mishnah we just learned. So you're just giving me the order again. She's teaching that it's a mitzvah to do it in this order. But if you reverse the order, it's okay. Tanya Namachim and Abraham to support this. Ben Shigdim Halitza Lerkika. U Ben Shigdim Lerkika Halitza. Masha'asa Asui. Which means, if you switched Rikika out of order, like we learned in the previous Amudim, if you put Rikika before the Halitza, it is okay. Amar Abaye. Hayman de makri get halitza, which is the betin. That's reading over the pesukim when it comes to the halitza. Lo likre ledida, which means what she they should not. She doesn't know the pesukim by heart, so the betin has to be makre. The betin has to say the pesukim for her, so she will repeat it. Now, one of the pesukim that they're going to tell her is that. Um, the lashon is Asigibra says Lo Abaya Bemi. Those are the three words that she has to say. She has to tell the uh, betin. Lo Abaya Bemi. This guy does not want to make Yibum. So when they're gonna read the words to her, Abaya says they should not say Lo Lihude. They shouldn't say the word Lo alone. And then the words uh, separately. Why? Because then it's Mimatwa that he wants to make Yibum. Which means, if you read it like this, Lo, no. He wants to make Yibum on me. So therefore, when they read it, uh, they have to read it together. Lo, say, say after me. Lo, Say it in one sentence. But if they're going to tell her, okay, repeat after me. Say, Lo, okay, Lo, Abaya bimi. If you put a comma like of your pause, it sounds like she's saying no. He wants to make yibum on me, and therefore that's that's not the right thing. So I mean, when they're reading it, uh, don't pause after the law. Ela lo abaya bimi. Let him say it in one shot. Velo likri ledide. Now when they're reading to him, now what does he say? He says lo hafatsti lekachta. Right? I don't want to take her. So the same thing, lo lechude. Don't read lo alone. Then hafatsi lechude, and then hafatsi alone lechude. Temasma hafatsi lekachta, because it's masma. No, no, hafatsi lekachta. I want to take her. Good. And lo hafatsi lekachta. Let them say it all in one shot. Rava Amar, Rava says no, no problem. Afsuke miltahi, veafsuke milta letlanba, which means everybody knows that that's the end of the phrase. And therefore, we're not worried because they'll put the words together, which means that's the end of the phrase, not connected to anything. So then, what she says um, um, in, in the first thing is "Lo abaya bimi." Even if she would say "Lo" and then say "Abaya bimi," it's the end of a phrase, and therefore the people will connect the words because it's not connected to any other words. So that was not a big deal; it's not a problem. Uh, he was having a hard time because the Yivama couldn't remember the words. And he held, he had to say it all in one shot. So he kept on saying, Lo Avaya Bimi. He couldn't remember the words. Repeat, Lo Avaya Bimi. And obviously he was being Makpid not to split it up. Don't you hold like Ravah? Ravah said, You don't have to worry about this. Rava only was lenient on lo hafasti lekachta, but he wasn't lenient on lo abaya bimi. Why? So the Gemara says, look at that she. That she says model Rava belo abaya bimi de ba'inin shelo yafsik. 
Why? The im of seek mashma the high law are shakae. The amra me en yibami lakim la riv shembi Israel law. Which means the pasuk before um, lo abaya bemi says me en yibami lakim la riv shembi Israel. He refuses to establish the name of his brother in Yisrael, and the next word is, lo. So therefore, you can interpret the laws going back on, that pasuk, Omar, lo me'in. He does not refuse, ela avaya bimi. So therefore, since the word lo, is connected to the pasuk before it, so therefore, in that case, even Abaye will agree, that you have to put, I mean, Rabbah will agree, you have to put it, Together, Mashiach and Lohafasti the Kahta, there's no um, there's no words before it. Therefore, there's no way you're going to make a mistake. So when Afkana was struggling to try to get the Yivama, Lo Avaya Bimi to say it in one shot, so Rabbi said, What are you doing? Ravasi, you have no problem. No, Ravasi, you have no problem. Lohafasti the Kahta. Because those words cannot be misinterpreted. But the word Lo Avaya Bimi says to Pasuk before. If you attach that word law to it, it's going to mashma. Yeah, I want to make. Uh, she, he wants to make a boom. Therefore, he, you have to do it in one shot. Okay, now they're writing the get. They're writing the document. Now we have a klal that when you write pesukim from the Torah, you have to be careful. You have to make sirtut, which means when you're writing pesukim from the Torah, you have to make lines. We call them like the sirtut. That's like in the sefer Torah. And the law is if you write more than four words of a parasha, then already you need sirtut. So therefore the Gemara says, We want you to write it in a way where you won't have to come to make sirtut. How? You have to write in the get all the proceedings. We told her to say the following words. Which means, we told her to say the words from until the words that's the, 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 the words in the Pasuk. Which is, if you look at the Pasuk, the Pasuk says, They don't want to write all those words. Because they don't have a problem of Sirtut. So they just say, We told them to say from this word until that word. But what? They didn't write. They didn't write the more than uh, uh, three words in the, uh, in, 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 together. And then they write it again. And we told him, min lo ad Which means they skipped the word, hafatsi. Now technically they could even wrote hafatsi, uh, because it's only three words. Sirtut only needs really five. But some want to say, when it's a complete phrase, even less than four you would need sirtut. Now hafatsi is a complete phrase. So that's what they just write. We told them to say from lo until lekahta. So they knock out the word, then we made her say, Now, so therefore, what do you gain by this? You don't need sirtut in the get. However, Morzutra, he made sirtut on the get, and he wrote the whole parasha. He didn't leave out any of the words. So comes the Gemara and says, Matkitla Mormar, which means we have a law that what you're not allowed to write portions of a sefer Torah on a uh, cloth. For example, let's say you want to teach uh, children, right? So you want to take a little parasha, write it on a cloth. You know how to do that. So therefore, what are you doing? You're writing the whole parasha now on a, on a cloth. How can you do such a thing? But the Gemara says that indeed follows. That you could write the get with sirtut. I, but I thought we just said you're not allowed to write uh, parts, partial perashiot on class. Look at Ashi. It's not similar to the case where you're writing a parchment to teach a, a, a child. There you're doing it to teach him. So it's like you're writing a mini sefer Torah. And you're writing a mini sefer Torah, you're missing a parashiyot. Therefore, it's no good. The king learned Torah hatuman nitna. It was given complete. Aval hai sefirat devarimu. Well, here again, there's just a story you're telling. That what? Vedat bekushatahu. It's not kedusha. Hilka hilketa kamozotad bekom etzvah shari. Which is the difference when you're writing it to teach. Now, as a dinner for sefer Torah, 
So you can't write pop parts of the sifter on the parchment. But what? When you do it, you just uh, give a history, like this case of it. She said this, he said that. That's the point of the Ma'alma. Definitely you can write the parts of the parasha, and you would make this to it. Amar Rakeka. Now we give the laws of the spinning. Let's say she spat in front of the Yavam. But the wind carried the spit away from the uh, Yavam. So it was not in front of him. The wind blew it away. She did nothing. You have to spit in front of him. So now the Gibbara gives a practical example how this would happen. Let's say he's tall and she's short. Even if the wind's going to blow it away, it's always bifanav. Because once it comes out of her mouth, since she's tall, so it's always going to be in front of him. And then even if the wind blows it away, subsequently, it doesn't matter. Because when it came out of her mouth, it's always bifanav. Because she's short and he's tall. However, he aruchavi who goots. If let's say she's tall and he is short, ba'inan which means you have to make sure that it goes in front of him. But that as exactly. See, she's tall, so she's spinning now. It's above him. Now, if the wind is going to blow it away, so therefore it never came in front of him. It has to be at least, uh, you know, towards him. So therefore, in that case over there, Kaltatuar will be a problem. Amar gives another deen over here. Akhlat Tuma. Let's say the lady ate a garlic before the Halitza ceremony. Virakta. Now, the garlic, it seems, causes the saliva to come. And therefore, when she's spitting, the spit did not come that she generated. It was generated from the garlic. Or let's say, akla gergishta. She ate, according to this, it's some, some dirt or something like that. Some type of uh, clay. And that caused the saliva to come. Which is the rock has to be self-generated. It cannot come because the garlic brought it or the gargishta brought it. The dayarim have to actually see the rock when it comes out of the uh, mouth of the yavam. Even though we learned that in the Mishnah, all the Mishnah man told us was we have to see when it's on the floor. Now he teaches a bigger hadush. They have to see it actually when it comes out of her mouth. Because the Pasuk says, Le'enazikinim v'yareka. V'nikra shemo b'yisrei b'thalutza na'al. Which means, then we said what? That they call her halutz, they call him halutza na'al. So the Gebra says, Mitzvah b'dayanim v'lo mitamidim. We're not in the Mishnah. It's Mitzvah that the judges call him that and not the students. Tanya amar v'yudah pamachat ayinu yajim l'fnei rabit tarfon. We were sitting in front of it. Avonu ba'at yibamah l'achlotz. Right, the Yebaba came to make Halitza, but Amar Lanu Anu Kodechem. So he told everybody in the Betin, answer, Halutz, Hanal, Halutz, Hanal, Halutz, Hanal, which means say it three times. So we should just say some of the halachot that come out of this, uh, this Amur in the Seder, Halitza. So one of the halachot is in Shohan Aruch, even as in Sidra Halitza Memchet. Makrin li Yibama. They tell the Yibama, Me'en Yabemi, Lakim Lachim Shem bi Israel, Lo Abaya Bemi. U Makrin Otam Mila Bemila, Zu Achar Zu. Which means you can read one word at a time. Rak, Lo Abaya Krau Bepamahat. But Lo Abaya, they should say it together in order that you shouldn't make that mistake. Lefikach, Melamedim Otavet Ayabam Nekrot. Which means they, they, they coach them beforehand. The pesukim that are going to be read to them. Ad shehu v'yu regilim v'tiyeh yukalal lekrot lo ava b'nishima achat. So at least they should be able to say lo ava in one breath. V'yesh mishomesh shri gam kenu gam ken shui ye yachol ma lo hafatsi b'nishima achat. And then Malan brings a shita that says some say lo hafatsi also has to be in one breath as well. The next halakha um, says echa achar makrin li yavam. Then they read to the yavam lo hafatsi lekarta. The Korin lo milat the kahta me bapikhe. You have to say the kahta means the kahat ota. Gam yikram milot ilu mishima achat. Okay, who's quoting that? That was the Shulchan Aruch in the same place. Memtet. Kiriazu ushal kiriot srichom srichim lo pelashon hakodesh. Has to be done in Hebrew, like we learned. Vim taom ezeteva yachzul roshim mekatev. Made a mistake in one of the words. Have to go back to the beginning of the pasuk. The Yemama stands in front of the Yabam, the Tarok Ba'aris, on the floor, Keneged Pena Yabam, Rok Gadol, Hanir El Dayanim, 
כדי שיראו כל החמישה דיינים הרוק כשיוצא מפיה. ואם לא ראו הדיינים כשצרוק בפיה, they didn't see it actually come out of the mouth, כשרה. ואין צריכה לרוק עוד. גוד. אחר מקרין אותה בלשון הקודש, ככה יעשה לאיש אשר לא יבנה בית אחיו, ונקרא שבוע ויעשה בית חלוץ הנעל. מצווה לכל העומדים שם, נאמר, חלוץ הנעל שלוש פעמים לכביסות ידר גמרא, ויש שאומרים שגם היבמה טובה, כן. Some say even the יבמה herself should say such a thing. נמצא Now comes the halakha and summarizes Shuranuch in Kassat Mem Gimal. Seder Halitza, Kor'ah Me'en Yibami, Ve'kore' Lo Hafasti Lekachta, Ve'choletzet, Ve'rokeket, Ve'kor'ah Kakha Ya'asel Ha'ish, Ve'na Seder Me'akev. Maran then writes in the halakha, Ibn Ezer Kassat Nunvav, Get Halitza Sirichin Lesartato, In the gate of Halitza, you have to make the lines because of the Pesukim that are written. So Shmasha is writing the whole Perasha in there. Next, Let's say the wind blew away the spit. She's tall. She has to spit. Again, which is, let's say the spit reached in front of him. Even though it didn't reach the floor, let's say the wind blew it in the air, it doesn't matter. So long as he reached in front of him, for example, he was tall, so then it is, Kashel. The last halakha, that Maram brings down, and this is in Kassat Mem Aleph, Akhla Shum, Ogar Gir Vechayotsebo, Medavim Hamarbim Rok, things that generate saliva, Ve'aya Rok Zad Mepian, as a result of it, she was drooling, Eno Klum. And that's why he says over here, That the Ramah brings down Nahagu limunam milechlol klum. They don't let her eat anything that day. Why? Because they don't want the saliva coming from something else. Vechen milishtot v'temaid b'dibur. And even they don't let her talk so much during the ceremony because again the saliva will be coming mahmat b'dibur. Kedesh yavo arok me'atzmo gam lot tenakir shineha. Also, the Lakha brings down that she shouldn't, let's say, brush her teeth or pick her teeth on the day of the Yibum, because we don't want that to come out according to those opinions that say the dam is no good. So therefore, they were machmir not to even feed her. Hadran alach mitzvat halitzah.